previously on Androids and Aliens. You guys took some damage there. Obviously, you won the fight, but talk to me. Anybody uh, really get chunked down? Confounded by the mysteries of the Foundry. Callum just walks away back to the room where that dead body is, and he casts grave words. Oh, oh, hell oh yeah. The crew sought answers from beyond. And you just hear like, fire, water, earth, Zavra, where are you to help me? Zavra! And then dies. Leaving them caught between ghosts of the past. You find a secret door in the wall to the north, to the left of the shutter. And the Huttmaster. I knew the ancestors would send further demons to test us. The adventure continues. And when I send you and your people back to our ancestors, you can tell them that Huntmaster Savra knows, and he stands strong. I will always stand strong. Now... It's our third week back. The ring rust has started to wear off, and we're facing an incredible encounter. How are you guys feeling about the return of androids and aliens? <laughs> well, I was very excited uh, a couple weeks ago, and now I'm uh, miserable. I'm, I'm miserable. <laughs> What particularly makes you miserable? Just the thought of what's to come, assuming it's the worst? The 17 emails you sent this week about being prepared <laughs> on every level. Like, not just mechanically for death, but emotionally. <laughs> Literally. I'm not, that's not even a joke. Troy yeah. sent emails that tr- trying to already calm us psychologically for what we're about to walk into. So... If your objective in sending that email was to, like, rattle us, <laughs> it worked, LaValle. <laughs> I'm rattled. Ah, I, I think, I'm, I think I'm, I'm so excited to play, though, that, like, I got the emails, too, and I was like, oh, yeah, I could die. And I immediately was like, well, I'll just make this new character. And I'm like, da 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 And I was, like, so happy to even do that, that coming back, I'm like, well, if he dies, I mean, I have another character, so that's really fun, and I'm having a great time. See, that's well, the so attitude. That's the attitude that. every not, player needs. It's not even that. It's just, like, the tone was just like, look, I know this is going to be miserable. Everybody just keep <laughs> pretending that you're having fun so that people enjoy yeah. listening to it. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you can die, but like, I don't want to be miserable for 90 minutes in a slog of a fight. Drives I, me see, insane. I see through that stuff, though. Like, I'm not worried at all, by the way. I, like I said, I'm more like you, Troy. You have fun tonight. Oh, I wish we had a recording of you eight minutes ago when you were like, I'm really scared. Is anyone else scared? <laughs> now that we, the cameras are rolling, it's cocky, uh, cocky McSweet over here. Come in, I am so scared of this encounter. I am not scared of the game. I'm scared of the performance. I have a little bit of a stage fright. And then when I'm on, I'm on. So it's not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about the game. Where's your stage fright come from? We're all friends. What, what do you mean? My st- like, what happened as a All child? All the people that are watching aren't her friends. <laughs> what happened to you as a child? That made she you gets so friend? much hate mail, Troy. So yeah. much hate mail. Well, most Just of it's for me. Piles and piles of it. <laughs> yeah. You know who doesn't have stage fright? 
Ellie's credenza. It is framed perfectly. Yeah, it just sits there callback. like this in frames. <laughs> it is so pretty, guys, and I'm, I'm so happy with it. I just it's picture uh, before we go live each week, I picture you like walking to the other end of the room where it actually is and just <laughs> pulling it into frame so that everyone can look at your credenza in the back. Yeah. Well, I, the credenza needs to find its light. It's, it is so heavy, but it, it like I think yeah, I've I've talked about that already last week, but it's it's a huge piece of furniture. It's also solid. It's not like one of those assembly things. Like it's not an IKEA thing. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you it's a solid piece of metal or something. And it's also about <laughs> ten times as big as I thought it would be. Um, because on the picture it looked small and then it's ginormous. It's the entire and, uh, size of a room. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, I could live in there and be happy and have room for a bed. Um, so, <laughs> no, I love it. But pivoting back to stage fright. No, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like I've heard Troy, the you know, the blah, blah, blah. You guys better be worried. But then he's going to mess up the rules. He's going to mess up everything and we're not going to die at all. So You think don't worry. Troy is going to mess up the rules? <laughs> First of all, even if I do, that's why we have a professional rules lawyer. Give it up for Mr. David Winters, Esquire. There he is. See, Ellie, I got backup. Yeah, well. You're covered. You're covered. (laughs) He's got my back. He doesn't have your back. He does. He He does. does. He does. Damn I it. send him, send him <laughs> Swedish pastries. And <laughs> no, I haven't I received <laughs> <laughs> from the first time you promised this. Stop bringing them up until you actually <laughs> give them to David. It's not working in our favor. Yeah, exactly. Oh man! I promise I, him potential pastries one day. Yeah. The, la- the last time Ellie sent me pastries, I think she laced them with some form of Swedish laxative because I was proven <laughs> for days. Ooh, no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. They're good. They're good. Okay. That's gonna be a sight. Do you have a normal size toilet, Grant? Uh, <laughs> yes, but it looks it looks too small. What do you just for me? straddle two? <laughs> Actually, I got rid of my, my best friend uh, Emma was visiting me one year, and she was sitting on my toilet, and my toilet has like a tile wall where the shower head comes off, so like the toilet and then the showers over here are separated. And her knees, she's like looking at how much space is in between. She's like, "How do you poop on this toilet, Grant?" <laughs> And uh, I had to I had to use diagrams. There was I a had la- to show her. laser pointer. No, no, <laughs> not the only way. Over here. <laughs> she's actually well. she's actually an epidemiologist as well. So uh, I call her every time I poo. <laughs> Anybody have the squatty potty? I've heard about them. Show yourself. It's apparently very good. It's apparently very good for you. There's 19 of us here. None of us have the squatty potty. Come on. <laughs> no, but I Troy, did buy the other. No, no, but sometimes you got to throw your legs up and see if it works. Well, I, I've heard that it's good for you, but I, but I do have the other thing that about relating to poop. Um, that, what that, is happening? Why are we all talking about? That? No, but I have the tushy. I have the one that um, shoves water. up I have a tushy as well. Yeah, they're great. Did you hook yeah. it up to the warm water vein as well? So you got to yes, have a warm. Yes, of course. Oh, the spa, the spa treatment. Oh, I yes. love going to Ellie's apartment so wait, for that. Does it just, but does it just shoot backwash shit water up there? No, it's no. from the water no. line. There's no way. That is exactly. from the bowl. It's like a turkey baster. Like you maybe to sit on one of those things. It's got a pump in your foot on shit right up your ass. No thanks. No, God, no. Oh my goodness, Troy in a nutshell. Yeah. So. 
like scatological and deathly <laughs> suspicious all at all once. I'm not taking any chances. I'd rather not be uh, patient zero when that thing backfires. <laughs> If you think about it, it's a lot dirtier to just use paper and then, like, go about the rest of your day. Just thinking about it. Yeah, but there's very, very little chance with paper of poop to shoot back up in your butt. (laughs) Right. Almost zero. And if it is, it's your poop (laughs) on the paper. Anyways, folks, this is Androids and Aliens. We talk about poop and we kill aliens. Um (laughs) I'm just I trying poop- to imagine the diagram of what you had in your mind that where or something was taking water from the toilet. <laughs> well, I imagine it's just like a whirlpool that just like a fountain. It's a fountain. And then it's that dirty water is just getting it's getting recycled most likely, you know, but it's, it's the, just shooting back it's, up. It's the most common question on their website. And like they're like, no, dummy, only if you're an idiot when installing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> not taking my chances. Yeah, well, what if I mess I w- up the I install? I wouldn't either if I were you. So you should stick with paper and your hand. <laughs> <laughs> like a barbarian. <laughs> uh, just stick with what you're comfortable with, Troy. Stick with leaves. Uh, you, you, you know it works for you. Skid, does talk of the scatological make you uncomfortable? You seem to be shifting in your seat. Do you not like poop? Oh. You're going to me? Skid. Oh. oh, me? Oh. Yeah, Skid, you look nervous. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just concerned for the people, other people listening. I'm sure some of them, this is not what they've tuned in for. It can be a little squeamish, but we want to we want to air it all out tonight. Uh, so if you use a squatty potty, call in. Uh, if you use a tushy, stop. You don't know what's going up there. Um, <laughs> why risk it? There goes it? the sponsorship. Right, there goes the tushy. Uh, the phones are lighting up. Um <laughs> We've talked so long, my screensavers come on on my computer. I think that means we're supposed to jump in. I'm excited. You know, this is a big, this is a big moment. And it's, it's an encounter that, uh, yeah, I don't want to give too much away because you don't know what else is coming after this. You know, you're about to face Huntmaster Zavra. You know, you've, uh, heard about this dude since the minute you met Harry T and she told you about the Civil War, uh, going on that was caused by the cult of the Devourer coming here and screwing up their temple in the first place. That's what caused the schism. Uh, and Chieftain Hoifek has, uh, evidently, uh, taken the counsel of Huntmaster Zavra, um, and uh, it forced Harry T and the bunch and the funky bunch to uh, <laughs> go elsewhere and start anew. Now, this is an interesting thing. Because of the, the COVID hiatus, I've been thinking about this encounter for a long time. I mean, at the last recording, in fact, the penultimate recording, David and I were talking about this encounter uh, for a lot of reasons, uh, more more canon fodder-esque reasons than I'll get into on the show. Um, but it's a it's a complicated uh, encounter. There was a, a misprint in in the book uh, that was clarified later on uh, by uh, Jason Keeley, uh, and then on top of that, balancing it for six PCs. And this is just an issue that uh, you know David and I are playing around with all the time, balancing for six PCs because this is written. For for four. So, you know, first thing I'll say is if you're watching this, you've played the adventure. Don't expect the adventure that you played. Things are going to be a little different. Numbers are going to be a little bit different. <clears throat> Got to balance it for six. But I, I'm excited. I, I really don't know how it's going to shake out because, like we always say, you know, I come in saying I'm going to kill characters, but it has proven to be pretty difficult to kill characters. Two. Two are gone. Uh, and one not- was kind of like just... Uh, Flavor kill. You know, kind of flavor kill. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I and then have a the second on one was, was, was real, but should be interesting. 
I what just, do you think, Kelly? Well, I'm thinking that I, I actually get thought cocky, about it today. Get real cocky so you can eat your words <laughs> Well, I thought about it today that as a GM, uh-huh. Troy has never been able to kill me. He's only been able to kill me as a player in another show. Uh, but as a GM, he has never been able to kill me actually by using the rules of the book. Well, listen, one could say that the situation you were put in with Garagakal was all uh, of my doing. I could have easily saved you. I could have easily let you live. That's why you cried like a child when we went off air. Because <laughs> you, thought, you thought I was going to save you. So remember that. Remember that. Remember those tears cry. because I you will cry those. again tonight. <laughs> and I will leave the cameras rolling. <laughs> oh, jeez. So everyone can watch your tears and your stage fright. <laughs> I mean, we, left, we left the mics rolling when Grant drank an entire bottle of vodka for after after uh, certain characters departed the show. Listen, there's been a lot of soul searching since that night. Um, I have personally called several people I've heard in the past. And uh, I think things are on the up and up for the most part. Hey, Troy, while we're on this, uh, did you get my hey, note? Grant. Can we get, uh, I think I would love to hear you a little bit louder because it's just a little tiny, just a little bump. Give yourself a little bump. Little bump? I did my bump before the show, but I know. You know too. I know. Just want to make sure everybody can hear me. Uh, all right. Thank you. I didn't get a note. Let me check. There's a chat here. Oh, there it is. Text. Little... I texted you. I texted. Oh, I, it's a text. I'm sorry. When I use when I use when I use Skype, it, everything goes haywire. So, oh, there it is. I uh, said, do a tiny bump. All right. <laughs> you don't have enough energy. Got do that. a tiny on bump. screen. Do it in do front of everybody. <laughs> do it live. I I, I, live. I I gave David my phone number earlier. I'm like, just text me. Just text me during the show, and I'm already I've already missed the first text. So, uh, there's really no way to contact me, David. I'm sorry. Uh, all you right. Know, by the way, Jason Keeley, you did those rules corrections at Paizo. My old gaming buddy from back back in the day in Get New York. Get the funk out of town, really? Yeah. yeah, he was in my gaming group before before he moved out there. It was uh, it was with Jay Stratton who was running our games. It was a mutual friend. Oh, Brian, wow. did you know this? No. Have we? How no. we never? How we never? How has that never come this? up? I thought he came up to me at PaizoCon. It was just like, oh, right. I just, I was like, I didn't recognize the name. It was like Jason Keeley, but I was like, yeah, he's, uh, we, we used the game together. Hey, oh, see what I'm shit. not surprised about. I can't go three weeks without hearing something about Skid's life that is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many past. Like, he'll just say something and I'll be like, what? What? <laughs> that happens like once every three weeks. It's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was doing wow. a search. It was like, oh, I found an email from each other in like 2004. So, son of a gun. Well, uh, uh, he he tried to help you uh, with his rules correction. <laughs> we'll see if uh, what I then did afterwards will actually help. Uh, you re-corrected it. I re-corrected <laughs> it the way it was. It was. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't think he's right. <laughs> Pencil eraser. Uh, last time you guys wrapped up. Uh, about, you know, a pretty hairy battle uh, with uh, a Kish and two of her pets, these Eohai. Um, I say hairy in that, like, you handled them, but some of you took significant damage, enough so that you had to burn, in some cases, your second or third resolve point, um, which is what, you know, can separate life or death at this point, not having those resolve points, having to burn a quarter of your resolve points uh, to stabilize, losing resolve points if you take damage with your when you're unconscious. You know, there's a lot of different things. And so that encounter kind of softened you up uh, for this one. You walk into a small little records room here, and kind of all six of you uh, did something to the effect of, I don't know 
what to do with the adventure until uh, one of you said, oh, what is a secret door? And there was. Uh, and so you open that You know that what? That has bothered door. me all week. Uh, I that know. shit bothers me so much when I know, you do and that shit. I always shit. do it to you guys because it's like, you're like, well, what are we going to do? It drives me nuts. It makes no a sense. perception check? It makes no sense to write an adventure where the only possible way for the story to continue <laughs> is for a high perception roll to be hit. And the only way that it can possibly work is if the GM fudges. That's the only way that it can work. Unless no, you get lucky you could, and the you player could rolls also it. have used a strength check to lift up the, uh, the grating. I'm just oh. saying. If you guys walked in that room and like saw the grating, no perception checks, no thought of opening. You were like, we got to go back. We got to keep looking around. I'm thinking to myself, how about a perception check? How about an examination of the grating? Yeah, you did, finally. But it was after a long thing of like, which way did he go? Which way did he go? I just want you to feel bad about yourself as players going into this big encounter. I think you you tricked us, though, because didn't Linnea go in there and check for traps specifically? And you were like, there's no traps. But then nobody checked for, like, a door. She looked on the ceiling for some nonsense because she thought something for was going to fall. She was looking and, for traps. Right. I think. I don't think her perception was She's even so high stupid. enough to see Why the would she do that? There was nothing there. If she yeah. had nailed this the perception, like the, this is the I would have been like, like, you look up, you don't see anything because it was stupid to think there'd be anything on the ceiling. But you <laughs> oh, do you. see the outline of a door on the back wall, but you rolled a shitty perception. So you didn't you see didn't anything. say you see the outline of a door on <laughs> the back Because she didn't roll wall. high enough. But it was Matthew in his infinite wisdom as the captain who was like, you know what, why don't I look for a secret door? I was like, there are seven it. people on this show now, and like we all kind of did something. And when we got to me, and I was like, then I was like, oh, it's a perception check. It wasn't take that long. I don't know why you were panicking. It took a New Jersey level of intelligence to figure out this <laughs> masterful room. I don't even know that. With which there was a secret can... door. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I was praising Matthew or uh, making fun yeah. of the rest of you. It's always hard to tell with you. Well, <laughs> you should all feel bad. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, that little door. Let me see where it is here. If it's in front of Kreska's spot or if it's in front of Linnea's spot. Because I I took my magic (laughs) ass off the screen. (laughs) Shut up. Uh, uh, There you go. Uh, Oh, you know, it's, it's it's a double wide. So let's do this. What are you guys laughing at? <laughs> no, nothing. Just some, nothing. Gag, just some visual nothing. gags. All right. Oh, you missed it. Is. I, like, I feel like we're kids in the class passing notes, like snickering <laughs> in the background. <laughs> What's this one do? There's your door. You wouldn't get you it. You see right. it now? You guys see it Thank now? You. Or do you want yes. a little perception check to see that? Oh, uh, there's the door. Okay. There it is. I'm going to say it's 10 feet wide. You open it up. Uh, and you see a room. I can't remember if I gave you flavor text. So I'm going to give it to you uh, possibly again. But you open up this door and you see a room. Ceiling's about 25 feet high. There's a balcony uh, uh, encircling the, uh, you know, the, the north wall and the east and the west wall. And there are shelves all over the place holding a staggering array of data pads. I did give you this text. I'm going to give it to you again. Um, and they look just like the ones that you found in the Maze of Ghosts and... Uh, the House of Renewal, they're like Triforce of Wisdom uh, data pads. And there is a desk in front of that magical shuttered window, uh, and uh, there's a bunch of data pads on the balcony as well. In addition to these data pads, which are everywhere, there are Kish. 
You see one, two, three kish on the balcony that looks similar to the uh, uh, soldier kish that you've encountered so far, and then one badass motherfucker who uh, calls you out. And that's how we ended last episode. He identifies himself as Huntmaster Zavra and says uh, he's going he's gonna to kick your ass. He sounded, my notes were, sound like a menacing Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> oh, no. Says, uh, when I send you back to the ancestors, you can tell them Zavra knows, and he stands strong. I will always stand strong. Roll for initiative. Oh, boy. Baby and a slice of cheese. Callum, what'd you get? I got, I'm adding my bonus. I got 19. 19 for Callum. Perhaps his last episode. Linnea Donovan. um, 22. 22 for Linnea Donovan. Unlike her mother, still alive. Dr. Friss. What'd you Uh, get for... Dr. Friss. Goats a 16. 16 for the good doctor, Dr. Friss. What about Qualo Misatro? Qualo rolled the luckiest and most auspicious number in the Chinese culture, 8. So oh. shitty here, but, it, you know, otherwise pretty good. <laughs> Twice I've left this, my donjon screen, and so now I've lost all the numbers. Once again, Callum, you got, what, a 19, followed Come by a on. 22 by Linnea, 16 by Friss, and Qualo got an 8. Uh, My was God. that a 22, Linnea, or a 21? 22. 22. You could be a waiter with that memory. You wouldn't yeah. even have to write down the substitutions. He was have, on 30 Rock. Oh, That's right. They cut that scene, scene and I, got- Yes, and I lost my memory shortly thereafter. Uh, Dax, what'd you get there? Uh, opened up with a natural 20 oh. for a 29. Right out of the gate. Right out of the gate, ready to start the last combat of his life early. Get that Which 20 out of the way. Uh, <laughs> Kreska Letha, the unnamed. And I also rolled a natural 20. Oh, wow. Oh, the luck is with us. He for beat 20. you diagonally. Yes. Well, I what? rolled a 21. So, 21. Uh, <laughs> It won't go nearly as far as Dax's natural point. (laughs) Not as great. Okay. Wow. Okay. Good good rolls. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to uh, police yourselves with your range of your weapons, if you're using ranged weapons. Uh, I'll do my best to do so as well. The uh, balcony is 15 feet off the ground. Um, so uh, take that into account uh, when you're thinking about your range. And just most of all, have fun. <laughs> really let your hair down and have a good time because I know I will be. And uh, David doesn't have a horse in the race, so he's going to have fun no matter what, um, especially if someone dies. So here we go. Round one. Dax. <sighs> Okay, we're really going to do it. Um, so I will move immediately past Kreska. Um, and if I uh, stop immediately... At that in- moment. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm <such> a- <sighs> 
Uh, if I move immediately in front of Kreska, five feet into the room, uh, this shelf in front of me, does that provide cover? Uh, not not in your situation, no, because they're above you and they've got a, a nice clean shot. Uh, okay. And if I'm back behind Kreska, I have no shot at um, the big bad? Can't see him yet? do, but you're shooting through Kreska. I would say that the the door is, uh, you know, from where you're standing, I would, I'm going to give you the shot, but where they're up there, they're getting uh, partial cover, no matter what. So you're going to have, they're going to get a partial cover and you're shooting through Kreska. Right. Um, Okay. So, I mean, just looking at the setup, it's, it's really brutal because uh, I can't see any way up there uh, from where I'm standing right now. So he's just going to raise. Perception check. Uh, well, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> Roll a fucking... I don't have perception, man. Uh, 21. You have <laughs> a natural 19. There you go, see? Uh, you see a ladder in the uh, northeast corner of the room leading up. Uh, that appears ah. to be the only uh, means of getting up there that you can see. Uh, and he'll, so he'll point that out to everybody. Uh, what does he say? There is a ladder to the northeast, uh, and then... Captain, lower your head. And he's going to raise his gun and just try to distract this guy with some fire. So he will uh, shoot at the leader. Uh, take a shot. I can't believe this music. I'm enraged. It is just not what it was ten freaking minutes ago when I tested it. Uh, taking a shot. One shot with... Actually, I didn't move, so I'll take two shots. Uh, with the Yellow Star Plasma Array. First shot is a, an 11 against EAC. Just barely missed. Uh, and second shot is a 22 against EAC. Also a miss. So, But he's just trying to harass him a little bit. It's a tough shot. Um, and obviously putting yourself in there makes you a sitting duck. Suppressing on the fire. It's suppressing yes. fire. Yeah, exactly. I just didn't do mechanically suppressing fire, but... Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, well, now it's time for some depressing fire. Linnea, you're up. <laughs> oh. <gasps> Bastard. Well, how dare you? Um, I Grant am. Liked that one. Um, I'm, I am also considering what to do here. So, and I was, I was. Oh, God damn it! Um, I'm a little nervous now. Damn it, you got me. <laughs> um, so, but I think I'm also. I only have 16 charges with my artillery laser. Um, Does so, he shot a charge, or is it four charges a shot? It's Ooh, two charges a shot. It should be, and it's... I mean, there's no reason you wouldn't have batteries on you to, to switch well, it out. Didn't it say that we had to, like, use engineering for an hour to get get it to work with our batteries? Yeah, with the, yeah, with the modern batteries. That was an engineering check that Frisk can probably get, but yeah, you would have to work on it for an hour. Right. Um, didn't we so, just rest? Oh, we didn't rest for an hour. Never mind. Maybe um, call a truce mid-battle and be like, guys, guys, guys. <laughs> exactly. Why don't we take an hour, both sides, heal up. <laughs> well, We're I'm gonna just going to... I'm, I'm going to use this le- uh, the, this rifle and then I'll switch to melee. Um, so I'm going to shoot at the main big bad guy. Um, okay. I'm going to do that. I'm thinking, should I go for... Should I go for a full attack or not? Yes, I'm going to go for a full attack. Why the hell not? I feel lucky. I feel lucky. <coughs> Sweet. Uh, so first is going to be a 21 against uh, fire. T- so EAC. That's a miss. Oh. All right. Um, Tough shot. That guy's getting a little bit of cover. Um, 7 plus 15. 23. 
Wait, it's 20. It's 23, right? No, 7 plus 15. Uh, 22. 22. Boom! Another miss. And uh, for, for the record, that particular artillery laser, assuming it's the one you got off the slime, is four charges per shot. Ooh. Oh, Eight wow. charges. Gonzoni! Oof. That leaves, what, 10 charges, did you say? Or how many did you have to start? 16 you had to start? 16. So, four so you got shots. one more full round. And then two more shots. Throw it in the trash! No, no, no. Gone. <laughs> All right. Gonzo. All right, Linnea, would you... Oh, no, that was your, you did a full attack. All right. But I, would, but I would like to do one more thing. Uh, yeah. Because Linnea, this is actually... She's not really sure what she's doing right now, because uh, up until this Linnea point... Linnea or... Linnea. Somebody well, else playing her. <laughs> Linnea, my character, uh, because okay. up until this point, um, this has been like a military simulator to her. Like she's been fighting monsters. This is the first time she feels like she's fighting sentient beings. So she's gonna turn to Captain. Cap- captain, shouldn't we try to reason with them before we attack? Because she's still a quite, quite honorable person. So for her to engage in the civil war is not necessarily something she wants to do. Okay. All right, so, uh, Kreska, you hear that uh, out of Linnea's mouth. Kreska, it is your turn, um, and I wish I had a Tums. <laughs> Sorry. Are you all right? Are you feeling okay? I'm drinking this diet soda, and it's it's really bothering my esophagus, but I, I need the caffeine, so. Um, yeah, I can't help you with that. That sounds like a... Just- Problem of your own making. I think. Chris, what, I, what does he do? <laughs> I wish I had a tums. If you put your mouth, but it's up, not my turn. If you put your mouth over a tushy and turn on the water as hard as you can, oh. <laughs> it's the best way to deal with that, Troy. Oh, not to mention if it just shoots up and hits you in the back. Forget it. Not interested. <laughs> Why would that? All happen? that poo water all over your back. Right. Not even yours. <laughs> uh, kid. Captain K, Linnea wants you to uh, consider uh, talking to them. This guy seemed pretty adamant that uh, you're going down. Yeah, what do you got? it seemed it seemed pretty clear from what he said that we uh, there's no real room for negotiation. Uh, so I'm going to need the hunt the good huntmaster to please roll a fortitude save. Okay. Uh, yeah, you've got a great uh, line of sight there. I will. Uh, I'll go ahead and roll that save. Let's see what D20 I want to play with today. What's my fort? Okay. Twenty-two fortitude. Okay. That passes, so you are not immobilized. Thank However, goodness. Kreska finds your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> and she uh, casts psychic strangula- psychokinetic strangulation, so you oh, can take... beautiful. You're going to take some damage. Okay. Uh, and she's going to say, it does not have to be this way. Yield. Uh, and you take... Seven points of damage. Ooh, seven points. It matters, and it is magical. Bludge dam. Okay. Actually, I don't know if it's magical. It's from a spell, but it is bludgeoning damage. Just yeah. squeezing its brain or squeezing its throat. Its throat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then Kreska will step back uh, behind Dax, giving him a clearer shot. Yes. While still and maintaining the line of sight, making him a clear target at the same time. Uh, Callum. What would you like to do in the first round of your last combat? Hmm. So many options. Um, Callum is going to move up behind Linnea and kind of just like peek around her waist uh, to look up, sees okay. him, uh, taps Linnea on the shoulder and goes, should I um 
Should I try to do something? <laughs> Linnea is like standing there with her gun and just looking behind her like, what? And he goes, he goes okay, okay. And he turns around and he goes, um, Captain Kreska, should I try to do something? Oh, God. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind, yes. <laughs> um, okay, hold on. And he goes and he looks back at the uh, Huntmaster and he is going to think really hard in that direction and he furrows his brow and he's like really concentrating uh, and I don't even think you make a saving throw for this I am going what? to cast disrupt creature uh, at a third level and suddenly the hunt master's like body starts like moving around like irregularly and like what? puffing out and then sucking back in and what Callum is currently doing is putting in alternate physiologies and circuitry into its body from alternate realities and different creatures. Whoa. What? And you have the shaken condition for three rounds because I casted it at a third level. Wow. And no Whoa. save. I don't think so. And it doesn't say spell attack. I don't think I roll to hit. I, David, if wow. you Wow. Let's go to the lawyer for this one. Yeah. Is this one of your infinite worlds? Yes. Which one is it? This so is disrupt I know, creature. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but it sounds cool. <laughs> is this one of your infinite worlds? <laughs> My many infinite worlds. It's like I've never played Starfinder when I hear something. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I see David is cracking open a fresh cracking book. book skis. Which um, book are you uh, reading there, David, out of curiosity? That would be the character operations manual. Oh, um, available on Paizo.com. 63. Uh, so let's see which one is this so this is the first level instantaneous this is it just says disrupt creature gives me its dc and then next to it it says su in parentheses can we go back to that dc real quick yeah if it has a dc but it doesn't say it just says as a standard action i expend an unused spell slot to target a creature within 100 feet maybe b said you can make up the dc that's what it it means (laughs) Oh, uh, standard action. Uh, no, I spell an unused anything. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think it. I think he's just shaking for three rounds. Yeah, I guess so. It's a supernatural ability, um, unless the infinite worlds has something in the text of infinite worlds that it yeah, requires it, something. Infinite worlds says if it requires if it the effect calls for a saving throw, but. The way I read this, it doesn't actually call for a save. It's a soup. Unbelievable. So minus two to attack for three rounds, right? Shaking nice. works like Pathfinder, I'm assuming. Saving throws um, and skill checks. Saving uh, throws as well. Yeah. And attack rolls. Attack roll, saving throws, skill checks, and ability Everybody. Check. Wow. All right. And he turns back and he goes, everyone should attack now. <laughs> <laughs> Very calmly. Very cool, as to Noted. Yeah. <laughs> Very, very cool. Well, Huntmaster Zavra is uh, up, and uh, he's ready to unleash some fury. He's looking down at his chest like, what the fudge is going on with my chest? He also can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe! Switch out his lungs. Uh, that's going to make firing off these two shots at Linnea extra difficult. <laughs> two shots at Linnea. Um, here we go. First one. 21 to hit. Miss. Miss. Woo. Second shot. Might have hit. If I would, would a 23 hit if I wasn't shaken? Miss. Okay. So your spell did nothing. Wow. Uh, so rude. <laughs> so so rude. So rude. We have more rounds. The table. Uh, 28 on the second attack. Uh, against. 
Listen. Against either of your ACs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it hit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an awesome, awesome feat. It's like you do the attack, and then it's like you hit whichever AC is lower. Oh. Mm, that would be cool. Uh, that's a big one. That's 21 points of damage. Ooh. You see? You see? You from see? the pistol. No. I'm not what worried. does he shoot? Yeah, from a pistol? What? He shoots the big, the largest pistol in the history <laughs> of the universe. Oh, uh, it's archaic. Linnea sees it. Uh, it looks pretty badass. It's nothing you're quite familiar with. Might be an ancient technology. Might be a souped-up kish weapon. You don't know. It's nothing you've ever seen. And I would assume you have a pretty good knowledge of weaponry. Uh, so Zavra will uh, fire that off, and then... Uh, Is yeah, it a cartoon-sized pistol? Yeah, it's like... <laughs> it just says... The first shot said bang, and then the second one... <laughs> Uh, all right, so I can't move after that. Uh, so it goes to Dr. Friss. Doctor. The good Friss. doctor. So Friss is... He's going to... Find the screen. Friss is going to move around behind the desk, behind Callum, and kind of peek around and get a look at this guy. And I'm going to identify him. I'm, okay. I'm going to use my... My my custom kit thing to identify him. Use my standard action to do that. So that is a thirty, a forty-two, <laughs> forty-two. Okay, <laughs> love it. Um, here's what I can tell you. That's a very good <laughs> thing that you have, and so. What is this thing? It's like a little thing that comes over your eye and you're able to like read this dude. Yeah, I figure it's like it's this custom kind of lab that you it's a portable lab. So it's like the guy figure of a thing like around my wrist, like a pit boy, and then like a loop inside my goggles that it's attached to. Like scan people. Okay. You see uh, on his chest things moving around, and you know that it's probably something that Callum did to him. But you also see uh, an energy force gathering around him, something similar to what Qualo and PG can do. It's a Solarian! He shouts. Uh, Stay away. Keep your and, distance. Yeah, you just see like an energy field uh, pulling in around him. Uh, and it's moving much faster than what you saw out of PG and what you have seen as of late out of Qualo. Uh, yeah, that's what I'll tell you. Okay. Is that standard or is that just a free, swift? That, the way that I did, suppose it's a move action, but I'm trading a standard action to do it. So. Okay. Uh, very important information uh, for you guys to have gleaned. Uh, okay. Moving right along, it is the Kish's turn. Uh, all right. The one uh, who is over here to the west will just slide up. Get a command. Oh, Linnea is just in a bad spot there. Uh, it's going to slide up 10 feet and take a shot with its battle bow at Linnea. Linnea's probably the best person to have up there because you may have the highest AC. It's I don't know. Is it you, Qualo, or Qualo? No, it's, it's Linnea. Okay. Um, all right, so dude's going to take a shot. Uh, 24 to hit. Miss. Miss with a nice. 24. I mean, that would have hit 
maybe uh, all of you except one, uh, and that just sails past Linnea or maybe chinks off the armor uh, and goes wide. Next dude. Wow, that's huge, Linnea. Uh, mm-hmm. The next one will uh, slide closer to Huntmaster Zavra and take a shot at Dax. And that's going to be a 22 to hit against Cack. Miss. <laughs> Misses Dax. Huge. And then the last one, let me just make sure I have Actually, them. hold on. All right. Are you going to um, give me a true AC now? I feel like it's incorrect. Yes, it is incorrect. So 20, 21, you said? 22. 22 is a miss. It is a miss. Okay. What if I had yeah. said 21? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a miss. Um, it had, uh, whatchamacallit, activated on my sheet from last week, Lunge, which mm-hmm. lowered my AC, and it should not have been lowered. So that is correct. I, it, it is a miss. Okay. Uh, the last one, uh, who is on the south end, uh, end of the eastern balcony, will slide up and take a, a very difficult shot here at Linnea. Linnea is going to get some cover. Uh, give, a, give yourself a plus two to your AC. So uh, that is going to be a <laughs> nice, definite silly. miss with a 24. Another 24 uh, misses. Shroom, sails past and uh, hits the wall next to Dax. So whereas Zavra came and got one good hit on Linnea that did significant damage, the other three all used their turn and miss, giving you guys an opportunity. Makes Dax think maybe he should have just flooded into the room. Let's find out what happens when Qualo takes the stage. Qualo enters a state of metaphysical alignment with the cosmos. And if you look at him in a split millisecond, you'll see four Qualos. The Qualo that exists currently. The Qualo that is unattuned to any of the cosmic forces. The Qualo that is, you typically see, that is attuned to the photonic mysteries of the universe. But Qualo in this moment, perhaps after hearing what you said about something being sucked in... Attunes himself to the Graviton mysteries of the universe, giving himself 10 additional feet of flying speed as he (laughs) leaps off the ground and moves in a way to avoid any potential attacks of opportunity, not entering any potentially threatened squares. Even if this guy's using a pistol, I don't know what he's got. And he, he says, welcome to the Thunderdome. And he strikes out at him. What is wow. happening? Seventeen on the die. Oh. That is going to be a total of a thirty to hit against uh, uh, Kinetic AC. That is a hit. Nice. Wow, that bodes poorly. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that, they, that that question got asked. Yeah. Really <laughs> that is twenty-four points of damage. Talk to me what what kind of damage. It is going to be... uh, You're asking if it's magic or anything like that. It's bludgeoning. Magic, fire, or anything? Uh, uh, Ice? Nothing. Laser? Currently, there are are no special uh, abilities on top of it. All right, you said 22? 24. 24. 22 it is. All right, big hit. Uh, Qualo just flew while attuning to Gravitron up there and then... Nailed this guy with what kind of weapon? Uh, my solar uh, manifestation, my solar weapon. The solar crowbar? crowbar. <laughs> Hits him with a crowbar. 
Huge. <laughs> Perhaps the battle has taken an unexpected turn. <laughs> let's find out. Next round. Uh, first, let's check in with David. David, how are we looking so far? Good, solid round. Did we get yeah. some uh, everything right so far, you think? Uh, how many? Yeah, I, think so. the, I think the question really is how many rules did Grant break? <laughs> <laughs> is it more than one or is it just one or two? It's just, you know, usual baker's dozen. <laughs> Joe, if no, no, you, everything seems fine. Joe, if you need to talk about how disappointing your character's abilities are off air, we wow. can have that chat. <laughs> Don't worry about it, buddy. Uh, Joe, maybe if you built a character that could fly and use a magical crowbar, we wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> right, a guy who can run 20, who's this big. Who can run 20 feet into a room and then fly f- tw- another 15 feet into the air uh, as an action feet, and then attack. 35 feet of fly speed, buddy. Amazing. Just, Amazing. Just, Wait, how have you, you haven't used it before, right? So I have. This is like, I use, oh, it, you, I use okay. it to get to the end of the room where you were already fighting the, the person who is the beast master, I guess, for lack of a better term. And uh, I used that incorrectly, actually. I was attuned to the photon mysteries during that point, so I should not have been to get that extra fly speed. Um, but uh, you live, you learn, then you talk to but, David. But I mean, this is really where, you, you know, yeah, you're definitely crossing over into uh, Star Wars territory. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, if you you're know, doing... It's awesome. If you're doing Gravitron, so the gravity one is you are also then sucking in, like, you guys are next to each other, like, two magnets, right? Like, Ooh. sucking towards each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, it, it changes what you, in combat, you get, uh, what is it? Uh, in Graviton mode, you get plus one insight bonus to reflex saves. Um, it's much cooler to be in photon mode from a damage insight uh, point because you get b- bonus damage. But Graviton's kind of like the defensive type of stance mm. for a Solarian. I love Let's it. Let's see how it plays out for him. Uh, in the meantime, it is Linnea's turn. Linnea, you were holding down the front. You did get a big blast from whatever weapon this dude's wielding. Uh, but now Kreska's up there, which is going to limit uh, his range capabilities. Isn't it Dax before me? Yeah, Dax. Yes. Sorry. Dax. New round. Dax Dax's turn. I'm so All sorry. Right. Uh, Dax is going to, seeing Qualo fly by, is going to swarm into the room uh, at this point. He hates, swarm, swarm, hates, swarm. hates the disadvantage of being on the lower ground here. And uh, getting up that ladder uh, is going to be very dangerous. Um, so first thing he's going to do is swoop into the room and uh, sprint around uh, the corner here. Okay. Just enough. Let me count the, again. Sprints around Sorry, the corner 10, 15, to the 20, east. 20, 30, 25, 40. Yeah, he's going to sprint all the way around to get uh, basically put a wall between him and uh, the bad guy and to the other archer. They're going to have to move to get a clean shot. And he'll take a shot at uh, the archer in the upper right, in the eastern side of the room. Okay. Uh, who I'm sure will have some nice cover bonuses. But, yeah, it's a good uh, tactical maneuver. You really only have one archer that has a totally clean shot. The other one uh, is going to give you cover, and then Huntmaster Zavra might not be able to see you at all. Yeah, so he just levels this yellow star plasma array above this bookshelf of data pads, <laughs> and is just like, <laughs> fires it. That is at 22 against EAC. That is a hit. Nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, okay. And then this would be, uh, oh, let's just, let's just roll it and see. Um, that is, ooh, that's good. So it's, uh, 
Sorry, it is 13 points of fire and 14 points of electricity damage. So 27 total if the energy doesn't matter. Wow. Okay, that is wow. uh, that is a surprising amount of damage. Yeah, I actually Ooh. finally rolled a 10 on a D10 once. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I just assumed you were using D4s. I know. I know. Um, it's so sad. You know, it is not that hard. To just roll a lot of twos and threes on yeah. D10s. It's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a one in five chance to roll either one of those numbers. Uh, this is a good time to do 27 points of damage, though. Uh, now it is uh, Linnea the Love Sponge's turn. Oh, Love Sponge. Um, okay. I, I am... didn't know she was friends with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's like a bullet sponge and Love Sponge. Um, I am going to do something. The reason for why I chose this class. Uh, this petal flower. Um, and I am nervous that I'm going to mess it up somehow. Time to oh. throw it all out there, Linnea. Yes. Time to leave everything, including the kitchen sink, out on the table. <laughs> so, um, this, I, I, if I seem to remember, uh, the, the, uh, the Huntmaster went after Callum in initiative order, right? Uh, correct. That is, yes. that is what your, your memory is serving you correctly. Um, so... Linnea is going to move out in a beautiful, beautiful dance. Yes. And her eyes are targeting this Huntmaster, and she's just intensely looking at him while dancing. Yeah. And... (laughs) Creepy. (laughs) You guys... uh, You, Troy... Are you doing, like, the Pee Wee Herman dance when he was at the biker bar? It is, (laughs) it is, like... (laughs) Like the robot. (laughs) Huntmaster Sauber is just like... Um, and exactly. <laughs> <laughs> can, we get, can, can, can we get Linnea the same bicycle he has in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> and, so, I want you to roll a will save and have my. Remember your oh. minus two from Callum. yes, yes. I got two more rounds of that. I will certainly roll this please, will save. Please, please roll. <laughs> right after this quick break. No! Oh, no! and, all right, now I'll roll that will save. <laughs> now that you've had time to think about it. Longest, We've all had some time to... It was the longest three seconds of my life. Okay. Gather our thoughts. <laughs> will save, you say, huh? Minus two to Come the will on. save. Troy, you know, can you do time. me a favor? Just fudge the roll. <laughs> if I fudge it, I'm going to fudge it for me, not for no, you. No, no. <laughs> all right, Ellie, I'll, I'll fudge it. 74. <laughs> 74 will save. Oh, no, minus two. 72. All right, here we go. We'll save. <laughs> Feeling good about this. That's a fail. <gasps> Do you? I rolled a 12. A 12. Oh. So, what happens? What happens? You are fascinated by this gorgeous, bald woman who's like seven feet tall or something. And uh, that means that you can't take any actions. Uh, okay. So, unless. And I, so, Linnea calls out I got him. Callum and Frizz, don't attack him. Let let Qualo take the brunt of that damage. And so basically you miss around. And I can keep this going for, uh, <laughs> for as long as I want if I continue to take this full action. Okay, here's the thing about Fascinated. In Pathfinder, it's garbage. Is it garbage in Starfinder, David? Sort of. Um, what? No! S- well, so yeah. he can't do anything. He has to stand or sit quietly. But any potential threat, such as a hostile creature approaching, grants him a new save against the effect. So, 
But uh, any obvious threat, such as someone drawing a weapon, casting a spell, or uh, aiming a ranged weapon at you, automatically ends the condition. So no one can do anything wait, wait, against wait. him. Wait, wait, but a That's- hostile creature approaching him. If we were to say, like, head for the ladder, we could sure. Exactly. Okay. So what I'm what I'm saying is that my the reason why I wanted to do this is because I wanted him to miss if because it depends on the initiative order, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he's mm-hmm. gonna miss his attack on Qualo, so Qualo can make an attack on him next. Uh, you know, this round, and then if I am successful next round again, he again misses his attack on Qualo, unless he do, does other things. That's what I was. Thinking. Yes, it's very, um, very tricky. It almost never works because of the line, any potential threat, such as a hostile creature approaching, grants you a new save. It doesn't necessarily have to be approaching him. It just has to be approaching, grants him that bonus save. So everyone has to be very careful. Um, this almost never works, but he is currently fascinated. How does that affect, How does that play with spells he's currently under the effect of? Huh. Um, in in what sense? Like, uh, he's, if he's currently being psychokinetically strangulated, right? So if you concentrate on that to do more damage, it'll automatically break the spell, the fascination. Even because though the you're choking already, him with your mind, yeah. right? But I was doing that before the fascinated effect came into play. But it's a new exactly. true. But you have the choice whether or not you want <laughs> to continue. This was his it. new state of life. My life now. Without breathing, uh, every couple, every six seconds, I. Well, that's why. So here's my, what my my thinking. This is why okay. initiative order is super important because. Mm-hmm. Now, when I ask Callum and Frizz not to attack him, Qualo is going to make a shit ton of damage, but he's not going to be able to attack Qualo this turn. And then next round, Kreska's, Kreska can... But then, can, can, so we all have to hold until Qualo... Eventually, the... You know, yeah, no, no, but gonna, that's what I'm saying. You go before him, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, after, I'm after everyone. I am exactly. the very so bottom of the round. That's why I asked... clean up. That's why. Uh, that's Don't why. Don't forget that when the Kish go, they could shake him free yeah. uh, for free. Yeah. So that's the thing as well. Yeah. Fascination yeah. is garbage. Um, and it is, wasted, uh, it is a non-combat. It's spell. a non-combat. It's, it's extremely yeah. effective in non-combat. You've wasted yeah. our time and the time of all of our watchers. No, that's not uh, true. That is Eleanor, so Eleanor, <laughs> don't even take any ounce of shit from him because he uses fascinate constantly as a GM, and we've never. had to tell him over and over that it's not a combat spell. I've never used it in my life. <laughs> and then he tries to change the rules. Yeah, he tries to change the rules all the time. Also, I think this can work in our advantage if people want to run to the ladder. You're not being hostile. Like that's a re- you that's are a- approaching him if you're running to the ladder to climb the ladder toward him. You know what I mean? You think you're coming up bullshit. there for a high five or a hug? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All my friends want to come and high five me. Is that what if you come and give me a high five? What I think they say? all just want to come and get this balcony view of this awesome dance. <laughs> yeah, I say that out loud. Kellen goes, "I want to get a better view of the room," and I run towards the ladder, and then it's fine. <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey, uh, I like it. Rude. What, All is right. fa- what does fascinated do to him mechanically? He just can't act. He just can't act. Yeah, yeah he, he's, uh, um, he stands or sits quietly, taking no actions other than paying attention to the fascinating effect. But it's it doesn't. Just it's not like days, so it doesn't give him any kind of mechanical. No, days would be helpful uh, to the team. Oh, fascinated. Fascinating, unfortunately, does nothing. We like nothing. to create a welcoming environment at our table <laughs> where new ideas and experimentation <laughs> is fostered. And you as a player should do that. I, as a GM, should make you feel bad about your bad decisions. Uh, <laughs> let's move on uh, after that 
after that display. And uh, let's see whose turn it is. It's my turn. It is, as a matter of fact, it's Kreska's turn. Damn it. Are you challenging <laughs> her authority as captain? Kreska, no. note that. I was actually going to do something nice for Kreska on my turn, so it's fine. It's actually great that this is the way it is. Okay. Will you fascinate Kreska? I will delay. All Kreska right. delays. There you go, Cal. Okay. Choosing not to maintain the concentration nope. for the moment. For the moment. I can still maintain it when, sure. I, when I act. Kreska will delay, and it is Callum's turn. Sorry, Matthew, I did think it was my turn. I wasn't trying to shit on you as a player. <laughs> Captain Callum. Um, <laughs> Captain Callum. I'm 16. Um, all right. He, You're the only one that can lead us. He turns around. Kreska, look at me. Um, okay. He does turn around to Kreska, uh, and he says, okay, I get it. I get I get what we're doing. Um, uh, can I see your arm real quick? Uh, sure. She's like doing the Darth Vader thing. Oh yeah, you're still doing yeah. your thing. She reaches out her other one. Uh, and he just kind of like grabs the side of your arm um, and and squeezes for a second. And as he does, he uses Shifting Surge, which can change uh, your energy damage type if you choose. But because you don't really use a weapon so much, I don't think that really pertains to you unless you want it to. But... Even if I don't change your energy damage type, uh, I am giving you an additional 2d6 damage on your next attack. Wow. Ooh. Is that, would that count for my strangulation? Uh, if it targets only one creature, yes. If it's an additional like area of effect or multiple targets, it's, it's only 1d6. So it should be 2d6, yes. Great. Pretty cool. sneaky, nice. sis. Wow, seriously. You know what I love about this? We are just move. putting David to work. I know, it's exhausting. <laughs> Every time he says something, I just, wa- I just watch him be like looking up at the uh, screen. Now I feel confident though when I'm, you know, like building spells and building my character. I'm like, well, I don't fully understand how this works, but I know I can rely on David. <laughs> if I fuck it up, but no, I sh- that one should be good, right, David? There's, I, I think the way I read it, though, I think it's still his attacks because as you touch a willing creature and affect one of its energy damage attacks or weapons, because it doesn't say changing like spell damage, right? Hmm. And I think this gets back to like, is it magic damage? As Matthew asked, or is it just like proper? Yeah, it's not damage? energy damage that he's doing, right? No, it's not energy damage. It's uh, bludgeoning. I'm, I think it is physical bludgeoning damage because the way I spell, the spell is worded is I'm mi- manipulating the energy around his neck. So I'm literally just like constricting his neck physically. Just change it to fire. A ring of fire around his neck. All right. That's cool with me. <laughs> and then I, I move uh, closer to the, the wall facing him, but I get behind the... the uh, like windowed window area. Oh, no, you're approaching him behind the shuttered window. Yeah, you can see through there. There's a little crack. Ah, ah. Uh, all right, David, I'll let you chew on that uh, by the time it gets back to Kreska. Yeah, it sounds sure. like a it's going to be a, a call at certain. Wait, point. wait, wait. Well, hold on. Then can we can we just recon this really quick? Then is it is it going to do damage to Kreska's next spell attack? Well, what is I, it called? It's called it's, Shifting Surge, but. I don't Sounds know. Like it, how how long am I? Does, does the effect stay on me? So if like if I keep casting spells, but eventually I take no, a swing it only lasts. The duration is only one round too. So it's one oh. of those things where if it doesn't actually affect it, you probably wouldn't want to do it. From a yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say no. 
You say it's yeah, not going to affect spells. Yeah, it's just energy damage attacks or weapon attacks is what I'm. Yeah, I, so vote, what is, I, I vote no as well. What is energy damage? Um, uh, like if you have like a uh, if you shoot a scorching ray or something like that, or if you have like I do an energy weapon. I have a fire and electricity energy weapon. So, Cresco, do you have energy damage spell attacks that you do? Uh, not generally. Okay, I mean, I turn, never mind. I totally suck back my spell from your arm. I go, hold I'll on. I'll tell you I what, it was a cool idea. thought. It's a cool, it's a cool thought. Cool yeah. thought. Yeah. I'm just yeah. going to do it to Friss. I'm just going to turn around yeah. and do it to Friss. Friss uses energy weapons. Yeah, I do. There uh, you go. He, he goes, I was going to give this to the captain, but I think it's actually better if I, I give it to you. Um, can I have your arm for a second? <laughs> what? what? I'm going to touch you on the arm. What are you talking about? And I just grab him on the arm. Yeah, just, yeah. Ah, ah, what? <laughs> it tingles. Give uh, him a little shit. Give me your arm, you filthy yeah. rodent. <laughs> I say, um, I, think, I think that's going to help with your, your gun. Okay. And I move over to the window. Okay. All right. Well, I gave you some shit, Ellie, but you did succeed in taking a round away from Zavra because it is nice. his turn and he is still entranced. So if you guys can make good on this round, uh, the entrancement will be over soon. Uh, okay. It is Dr. Friss's turn unless Kriska wants to act. Okay. Now that he now that he's lost a turn, I will act. Uh, he needs to roll a fortitude save. Uh, this is... You're, for this, you're continuing the concentration. I'm, con- I'm spending the standard action to concentrate and he gets a new save. Okay. New save to see if I take the damage or some other effect. To have the damage and negate another effect. It's 26 on the four. Okay. So you negate the you negate the secondary effect and you take half damage, which in this case is going to be eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. So it would have been 16. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Right. You guys are at what, ninth level now? Eighth level. Eighth. Eighth level? And All right. So you're, you're doing some significant damage here. And then Kreska is going to move into the room okay. and fan out to the west. Uh, yeah. Okay. And we'll stand up against the wall to the, to the west side of the room. Okay. He's immediately, obviously, broken of the entrancement after you uh, strangle him. And he's like, ah, he lost time there uh, in that moment watching Linnea's, uh, I'm assuming, seductive dance. Uh, it is now Dr. Friss's turn. Okay, Friss is like, whoa, what's going on? Is like this this pistol is like glowing with additional energy. <laughs> so he like crawls along the floor next to Callum and he out of his micro lab he pulls out a syringe and jabs it into his thigh. <laughs> My thigh? Yeah. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> what the oh, ow! To keep the bull you safe. And you get an extra plus one to your AC for the rest of this combat. Oh, Ooh. thank you. Ow, thank you. Ow. Thank you. Toss it's it like in my bone. Ow. <laughs> uh, plus one to your AC uh, from this mad biohacker. I love it. Uh, all right, it is the Chish's turn. Uh, all right, the one uh, that was... Oh, man, this is, this is tricky. There's a lot going on here. Let's talk about the one that's going to take a shot at Dax. Let's get that out of the I think we're doing a good way. job of spreading... Around the room here to make them shoot at different people. Totally, you should not be very pleased. You've, yeah, you've given you've given a lot of targets. They can't really gang up on you. Like the first round, they were ganging up on Linnea. Got a shot off at Dax. Now you've spread it out. Maybe the key to survival here. Let's find out. Uh, first one takes a shot at Dax. Uh, Twenty-one against Cac. Miss. Miss. Okay. Uh, hmm. All right. This he ducks behind the shelf of data pads. <laughs> bounces off the shelf. 
This second one is going to uh, s- drop its bow, <gasps> slide up north of Zavra, and as he does so, whip out uh, a badass-looking axe and Ooh. take a swing at Qualo. We must protect. We must protect the Huntmaster at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, almost a crit. Uh, David, these don't think things don't crit on 19 to 20, right? They do not. Okay. Uh, 32 to hit Kuala yeah. Oh, no. Comes up and slashes you in the jaw for 12 points of damage. And what Ooh. part of his anatomy is right, that? Right in the jaw. That's <laughs> left to your imagination. Yeah, that's, on call, right you side, never know. that's on the right side of a Corlew shell immediately adjacent to its flop number. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. The jaw. The flop Maybe that's, that's why Troy said jaw, because he pictured it and was like, I don't know what the name of that part is <laughs> on, on a Koala. Um, the last one will take a shot at Kreska. Single shot to get the highest BAB and misses with a 15. Uh, so uh, one of them is able to do some damage there. The other one's just taking pot shots. Let's keep moving here. It is Qualo's turn. Qualo, you now have two enemies up on your business. For a moment, uh, you saw the Huntmaster was distracted by Linnea's dance, but now uh, he is back with it, and he looks very upset. And Qualo wants to capitalize on things. He wants to... to, to blitz them, to, to take the offensive uh, uh, actions uh, here, not, not to turtle away, which would make sense given his shell protecting him. So he is going to become unattuned to the cosmic mysteries of the universe, allowing him to change what he is attuned to next turn, and he is going to strike out with flashing strikes against flashing one against um, uh, Huntmaster and one against his Kish. The Huntmaster okay. is an 18 on the die for a 31 oh, to hit. Oh, so talented. 31 against what? Uh, yeah, uh, EAC. Or no, KAC. Okay. Sorry, KAC. Okay, that is a hit. Roll damage. Uh, that is 23 points of damage. Bludgeoning. Okay, and, and this is bludgeoning. Straight up bludgeoning. Okay. Uh, <laughs> crunch with the crowbar and then second flashing strike on the Kish. Yep, that's a 17 on the die for a yes. 30. Jeepers and cheese. For a 30? Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, uh, actually, hold on. Take that back. Okay. Uh, so I said 31. on. So it was actually a 28 against uh, Huntmaster. Did that hit or no? 28 against what? Uh, KAC? KAC. That is still a hit. Okay, good. And so, and then the next one is actually a twenty-seven. I'm sorry, I didn't take away the minus three for the flashing strikes. I just okay. want to make sure. Uh, yeah, no, that's still a uh, hit on the Kish. Doesn't have as good of an armor uh, okay. situation. That is twenty-five points of damage against the Kish. Brutal. Oh, oh, buddy, hits one over the head and then flips it around forty-five degrees and knocks the next one in the stomach. <laughs> uh. Well, baby, we are through two rounds of combat, and it is now the top of the third round, and it is Dax's turn. Everyone is doing pretty good. Dax surveys the scene, finds his moment, uh, and starts to move uh, with all speed. As he does, he gives this unnatural android-like projection to his voice, so it can be heard over the chaos 
of combat, but it is still oddly flat as he's like, Qualo, stand your ground. I'm coming. And he runs to the ladder, climbs the ladder, and ends next to this dude. Now, is climbing the ladder, is that is that like climb? Is that like a climb check? Or, or not a check necessarily. As Do I have to quarter my speed? Is that going to be a double move? Because if not, then that's 40 feet, and he could still fire this round. If uh, the ladder is too much concentration, because he also has a weapon in his hand. So right. he probably has to... Shot to David know, sheath it. So even if he has to sheath it, I guess, does he even have enough to get up there? You've made yes. your case. Let's take it to the lawyer. So successful climb check, and we're obviously assuming the DC is incredibly low because it's a ladder. Uh, you still move at half your speed. So you have to factor that in. And like you said, the weapon, too. If you had like a one-handed weapon, I guess you could make the argument that you're buff mm-hmm. enough you could climb one-handed. But if you have a two-handed artillery laser, that's... Probably yeah, I'm just story. I'm just gonna get up there. It's fine, and I keep my weapon on like a sling around oh, yeah, my. Fine, uh, fine. Right. But I still, I'll still yeah. use the move action to to you know to be by the book, and so yeah. move action. Second move action is going to put me like almost at the top of the ladder, but not up there yet. Okay, so he's uh, on the ladder at the end of his turn. David, I'll ask you. I'm just going to throw it to you. Do you think that should provoke moving from the ladder to that space or no? Uh, prob- problem is, I think he it's a ranged his weapon. He still has his bow out. Still has bow. Okay, great. Uh, I didn't want to overthink that anyway. Oh, by the so. way, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not up there, Troy. I'm still on the ladder. Like if I'm moving half speed on the ladder, mm-hmm. and 15, 20, 25. Yeah, I get like to the last space before getting up. Relevant okay. thing there, though, Joe. You're flat-footed while you're mm-hmm. hanging on the ladder. Okay. Thank you, David. Uh, all right, very cool. So Dax is making his way up there. I mean, just imagine this room. We're looking from the top down. But give yourself a moment to, like, try and flip this in your head to see what this actually looks like from, like, the bird's eye view, or not even the bird's eye view, the mouse eye view of where Callum is standing. Uh, it's a pretty cool scene here uh, if yeah. you have an imagination. It is It is uh, a very. It's a very Avengers combat. Yeah. Yes. It's like everybody's, like, sort of split off in their own combats, and we're all just sort of, like... Picture the camera wafting over the room, taking in these individual fights. And, you know, when we first played Starfinder the first time at Gen Con 50 with that amazing GM who was like Mm. a lifer, uh, one of the first things we remarked on is the way combat spreads out so much more than those bottlenecks that you often get into Pathfinder or like you walk in and the enemy and all his guys are there and the whole combat is just this chess match to see who's going to make the first move to run at the other guys. I don't know. This to me is emblematic of what we first felt when we first played Starfinder. The room has been spread out, but it's also the choices you guys have made. Linnea, you're up. I gave you a lot of shit for that uh, fascination, but it did take a round away from Zavra, which is huge. Uh, What would you like to do this round? Well, I had a similar question um, as Joe in terms of how many uh, steps it would take me to get get up to to the balcony Uh, because I have still Friss's uh, enhancement. Uh, so it's twenty five feet uh, to get to the ladder, and then mm-hmm. I so I, and my total is uh, my full speed would be forty five then with plus ten. Uh, would I be able to get up there and still take my turn? All right, so twenty five to get over to the ladder, and then you move it quarter speed or half speed, David? Half half speed. All right, so twenty five. You have twenty left, so ten feet would get you. Uh, to right where Dax is, and you can't yeah, share Yeah, we'd space. be in the same exact spot. Yeah. So you could be, uh, uh, like, on the ladder or standing at the bottom. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I would have... No, I would have tw- 10 feet left after mm-hmm. I was standing on the same spot as Dax. 
Right, the balcony's 15 feet up. Oh, shit, 15. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, never mind then. So, um, what you could do is move 25 feet, stay at the bottom of the ladder, and still take your standard. Or... Or just double move. Oh, well, you have your weapon. Don't you have your battle ribbon? Uh, not yet. Um, oh, you still have the artillery yeah. laser. I'm gonna... Why don't you just drop that? No, well, and then you can double move and get up there. Not yet. I want to use, use my... The trash weapon. Okay, <laughs> what I'm going to do instead then is that I'm going to aim for the kish behind the big, big-ass kish uh, that is standing now trying to protect the okay. Huntmaster. And I'm going to okay. use my last two rounds on that. So I'm going to do a full attack against... Okay, and you know that's a very tough shot because he has... Yeah. He, he has uh, improved... Double, double cover, basically. Double cover, yeah. Okay, so maybe I should go... Because you're shooting through the Huntmaster and up a, up a balcony. Okay. You have a better shot at the Huntmaster. It's just obviously you know he's got a better AC. Or uh, the other guy on the left. The dude on the left. Okay. Um, I'll, do, um, I'll do the dude on the left. I'll do okay. the dude on the left. All right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Come on. I'll do the dude on the left. I'll do the dude on the left. Skid, you do the dude on the right. <laughs> what? This is a... Yeah. And she's... Did you say Natty 18? Was that yes. lost in the shuffle? Yeah. Nice. It was 25, 25 against EAC. Hot hit. Hot hit. Even okay. with the cover, yes. Um, And that's a... First uh, time this bro's been hit. 23 points of damage on the first. I think she is, or it's probably Ellie who's a little bit like upset about the shit she got for the dance. So she's like, you know, like mm. a hot lady at a nightclub is like, this usually works, my dance, but it didn't work today. And then mm. she, so it did she, work. So, well, I feel like it could have worked better. Uh, here comes it. Another natural 18, so another 27. Oh, oh my gracious. Sassy molassy. 15 points of damage, that one. And 15 points. I, I dropped I, my dumb gun. Uh, hold, David, hold on. It, you hit either way, but I think you're using the wrong modifier because it's a full attack action. Because you're using the plus 10, which is your melee modifier. No, on I'm full using attacks. plus 18 plus 7 is 25, right? Is that, oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yep, that's right. And is it a, I can't do basic math. Trying <laughs> to get me. We're just so used to you getting it wrong. Our first yeah. instinct is to check your math. But uh, no, you nailed it. And you nailed him. 18, yep. He's yep. dead? No, no. But you hit him twice. <laughs> you made it sound like I killed him, but... I'm sorry. I, I got too, too excited in my description of you, your nailing of him. Just, uh, it is Callum's turn. Callum, you are up. You have been uh, pulling some cool-ass spells out of your back pocket. Yeah. What do you got this Ca- time around? Callum is not feeling very good about... Well, one, he's still not feeling well. <laughs> I think we got to keep this in mind. He's he's not sick anymore, but he's uh, fatigued still. Yeah, still um, fatigued. A little, a little so clearly fatigued. you need to run into the room straight Clearly, the boss. Um, but yeah, he's also feeling, I think, similar to L- L- what Linnea said, kind of shook him at the beginning when she was like, shouldn't we try to talk? Like, we don't know these people. I have nothing to do with this. Callum has been thrown into this as well. He doesn't know. Ki- he's never met Kish people before. He doesn't understand societally, like what's going on in their world. And he's also a kid and he doesn't really care. But um, he's like, great. Now I'm in battle again with this group of people. Like, this is crazy. So he's thinking all these thoughts and he's getting really overwhelmed and he's just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to fight. I can't fight. I'm going to get hit. I'm going to die. And then, Friss, in front of you, Callum completely disappears. (gasps) Oh, whoa. And 
I am going to move into the room all the way here next to Dax, who doesn't know I'm there because I am currently invisible. Oh, cool. Wow. wow. Awesome. He, like, gets wow. the courage, and he's like, okay, I'm going to run. And he just completely turns invisible and runs into the room, and nobody knows that he's in the room. Wow. That is Pulled a Miles great. Morales. Yes. 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 Exactly. Teenager going through puberty. You love to see it. It's a great character yeah. arc. One of my worst nightmares is a teenage boy being invisible in my room. <laughs> no, 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 you, feel, you feel a breeze a breeze next to you as I run by. And you're like, smells like teenage boy. Oh, no. I know exactly oh, no. that smell. Horse smell. <laughs> very, oh, very. Could you imagine Matthew's B.O. in high school? Like, as sweaty as he is now. No, I was, very, I was very, very concerned about it ever since, <laughs> since before puberty. I've always been a serious <laughs> user <laughs> of deodorant. <laughs> uh, all right, it is Huntmaster Zavra's turn. Um, Huntmaster Zavra is pretty upset by Pissed. that dance. <laughs> Never before has he been so moved by the dance Tell me. of another species. Oh, describe describe what did it do to him? Oh, <laughs> he felt a funny feeling um, in his nether regions, something he did not think possible because he was neutered forty years ago in a horrible ceremony where he lost a bet as a child. Um, but for the first Alan, time, Alan takes off his comm unit. Calum goes, "Oh, okay, this is." Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I took off my headphones for that. I hope it was. Uh, I hope it wasn't too anything, anything too gross. It's the equivalent of a ghost limb feeling, but down there. Oh, phantom limb. Uh, phantom, limb. phantom limb. Yes, thank you. Uh, here's what's going to happen now. After I get that image out of my head, <laughs> he is going to. Uh, <laughs> Linnea and Dax. Callum, it's so good that you went invisible because you cannot be chosen by this ability because he can't see you. However, Linnea and Dax start feeling yourselves being pulled up into the air. Oh, no. Closer to him, I need you both to roll a fortitude save. That's my best one. (laughs) No. Fortitude, eh? Fortitude, eh? Uh, I would hate to miss this one. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) I think I got you, Lavals. What'd you roll, Dax? 25. 25. Um, I rolled a 15. 15. Not as good. Not as good. Uh, actually, Kreska, you are in the range as well. Uh, Friss, you're in range, but uh, what do you think? Um, no, he can't see I, him. Same as yeah. Callum, can't see you. All right, Kreska, I need a fortitude say out, out of you. 18. 18, you just made it. However, and, Lin- and technically, uh, she wouldn't be in the range anyway because of the elevation. 
If you oh, do. Oh, because the elevation. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, gotta, here's gotta here's gotta what do happens. your Pythagoras, bro. Exactly. I'm sorry, I, I can't. Calculator up, actually. <laughs> Never once does does uh, any of the Pathfinder or Starfinder core, core rulebooks mention Pythagoras, and I really feel like Never. they should. It's just really make a ruling on it's how shocking. That it is a very very three dimensional world their right. game is in. Yeah. And the, the name never is mentioned. Don't no. put a flight spell in there if we're not going to deal with this angle. Uh, all right. <laughs> we're going to deal with this. Let's go. Linnea, you get pulled into the air closer <sighs> to him. And uh, then he just smiles at you, smiles not at your dance, but smiles as you plummet to the floor. <gasps> And take seven points of damage. Uh, roll. Actually, no. You fall prone. Uh, I don't think you even get the uh, the reflex save to see if you land on your feet with your cat like reflexes. David, am I correct? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, twenty feet up, just bah, dropped uh, for seven points of damage. You are now prone on the ground, uh, directly beneath Huntmaster Zavra. I imagine, I imagine that he was like, it's like one of those creepy romantic stories where he just like fell in love with her for a second and then now, now he wants to punish her by like lifting right. her up, dragging her he's in like, and then like, yeah. yeah, he's mad that you made him feel that way. Exactly. Would we call that romantic? Well, in like I said, a, like a dark romance, uh, bad romance. Romance like comes a, like in a many colors. Uh, go, go, go. Controlling <laughs> evil. Yeah. It's not just a candlelit dinner over a vegan and macaroni. A, exactly. Mm, Matthew, we good. wouldn't expect you to understand the range of emotion of a real human being, but it's, it's fine. I think the it's generally frowned upon in romance to want to kill the other person, though. <laughs> but it makes it, it makes it very sexy. I'm just going to say it like that. <laughs> It Let's just say, if all the combatants that are left at the table at the end of this are Linnea and Huntmaster Zavra, anything could happen. <laughs> and I do not want to. I do not want to role play that, Troy. Just so you know. I do, and uh, we should do it in person. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am going right to now, now move a on murder. to a murder is being talked about. You guys are planning to murder each other. It's called acting, Sydney. <laughs> you guys are good. You guys have got me. You got me good. Oh. Kreska, you're up. What do you got? You're the captain. Try and bring some order to the show. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, there's no hope. First things first, uh, the uh, Huntmaster needs to roll a fortitude save. As Ooh, did you cast a her- spell on the left side of my left foot? Because it is asleep. Sure. <laughs> yes. I reached out really across the, the, the veil, a weird feel between Queens and Westchester. Oh, <laughs> I don't care for that feeling at all. All right, what am I rolling? Fortitude save. All right. Uh, another fortitude save. Going to the well one too many times with this fort save. <laughs> 27, pro. Okay. Uh, you take five points of damage and are not immobilized. And then Kreska does not quite like the uh, the odds of being on the lower ground. So she, for her move action, she will activate her jump jets and fly straight up into the air and land on the balcony on the west side of the room. Wow, very, very cool. Um, And in my notes, as predicted. Um, All right, Kreska does that, and does activating your jump jacks break your concentration? You, You told me before we started that I get a move action and a standard, and the standard action is to maintain the concentration, and I can do a move action with no problem. Fair yeah, enough. The, the, but the wording, 
activating yeah, it's, them. Yeah, causes I think it's mental okay because you can activate jump jets as part of a move action in order to fly. So very very cool. Um, that was Captain K. It is now Doctor Friss's turn. Doctor Friss has been cooking up something weird in that tiny room there. What do you got? Well, yeah, so Friss is just, like, kind of huddled down there. He just delivered the syringe to Callum. And he's, like, he hears all this blasting and everything going on, and he just, like, kind of summons his courage and, like, scampers through the door and around the corner, like, gets a full glimpse of the room, finally. And he's going to throw himself his back against this shelf, and he's going to try to get off a trick attack against... The Kish that Dax is climbing towards. Okay, giving uh, Dax a nice clear uh, entry point if you're able to get some hits off. Yeah, so that is a 37 on the trick attack. Oh, yeah. So that is complete. Oh, remember, yeah. remember when you used to fail that? Uh, late 2019? I know. That was, uh, <laughs> was Halcyon days. <laughs> it's a tough holiday season for Dr. Friss last year. <laughs> yeah. And all right, so he's flat footed. Ah, and that's a 15. EAC. 15 EAC. Uh, that is unfortunately a miss. This is why I will never play an operative. It has to be so frustrating. It is. To have like the 37 and then 15. And it, you know, constantly that back and forth. I was saying, it's, it's a Dungeons and Dragons terms. It's like having disadvantage on every attack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, it is the Kish's turn. The one that is nearest Kretska drops its battle bow, slides up as it does so, pulls out its sweet axe, and grinds the solo from November Rain. No, it's not that kind of axe. It's not that kind of axe. It's a skirmish kiss axe. Natural two miss. Because it hit a D4 that shouldn't have been in my box. <laughs> <laughs> what was it doing there? I don't know. Uh, the one when does nearest... Troy use a D4? I've never seen Troy use a D4. They're caltrips. They're not to be rolled in combat. Uh, the one next to Qualo is going to unleash two attacks. Fury. I call it Fury. Kish Fury. I just... Kish Fury. Uh, minus four to each attack here. First one is going to be a 19 against CAC. Miss. Nice. Second one is going to be a 25 against CAC. Oh, yut. Yup. Here it comes. Oh, 18 points of slashing damage. <sighs> you notice as that axe is coming down that it... The weapon looks like the weapons of the Kish that you've been fighting so far, but it has some modifications. Perhaps Huntmaster Zavra and his uh, lieutenants have upgraded their archaic weapons to something that does a little more damage. Regular slashing damage? Regular slashing. Boom! Luckily, you only took one hit. Now the other guy. Oh, man, let me tell you about the other guy. The other guy nearest the ladder drops his battle bow as well. Takes a step forward as he does so whips out his axe and goes to chop at Dax's fingers on the top of the ladder oh man are we gonna hear tongue or are we gonna hear tongue because he's made out of metal let's find out natural two oh yeah just a couple of natural twos like a puck off the goalpost it rings out throughout the room that would have been a juicy hit there. Would you have fallen and landed on uh, and Callum and killed him? Never. 
I don't know. Let's. I get... have no feeling in my fingers ever. <laughs> it's the end of the round, and it's Qualo's turn. Qualo, you're fighting uh, two of these guys. Two one of, of them, them is is really hurting you. The other one, you, you know, you felt that pull of the black hole, uh-huh. but you're standing right next to Zavra. It didn't do anything to it. Well, uh, you know, for a while we were repelling each other because we may have both been attuned to Graviton, it seems like. Uh, but at this point, it's time for opposites to attract as Qualo attunes himself to the photonic mysteries of the universe. <laughs> is a move action to sheath his solar crowbar in plasma and swings out at, well, we'll do the kish in the back because he's been bothering me. I want to take him down. 14 on the die for a 31 to hit. That is a hit. Okay, uh, 27 points of fire plasma damage just melts through him. 27 points of damage. He takes a massive hit, but he is still standing. Wow. All right. Big move from Qualo. Qualo is bringing out the big guns. It's top of new round. It's Dax's turn. Dax, this guy has now blocked uh, your... uh, uh, You know, your attempt to get to the second level here. What are you going to do? Dax is going to... Holding onto this ladder. King moves his hand out of the way as the axe, this archaic axe, chinks off the top of the of the rung, the top rung. This guy's blocking his way. He can't get up there. He releases the ladder at the same instant, activating his jump jets. <gasps> oh, and just chinks and goes over this dude's head, lands behind him, provoking every step of the way. <laughs> All right, he'll take one uh, one swing with the Kishax, and I think that's going to be a hit. Uh, of course, it will be with a 29. Oh, uh, so painful. It's a big, big roll. 16 points of slashing damage. So you're going up and over, and he just like slashes you on the leg as you fly over his head. Uh, eight points of slashing damage as he sees <laughs> right, that there's something strange about this being. What? This damage is not cutting through. It's not normal flesh. What is up with this being? What is happening here? Um, Dax will then materialize his carbon steel blade in his hand and thinking to try to get this archaic creature who can never kill him to try to, to stop fighting. And he knows the passion of these people that he never will. He will never stop. And they've never responded to Dax in any way other than aggression. Mm-hmm. So he cuts his head off. Wow. <laughs> okay. He's got to roll natural 20. Here you go. Come on. Got that hard. Hard. Dude. <laughs> Got that four uh, blade. Natty twelve is still gonna be a twenty-two against Cac. That might not hit actually. It does hit. Alright. Oh. Uh and th- then oh baby, beautiful. That is twenty-one points of slashing damage. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. <sighs> Okay, Dax. Moving right along, it is 
Linnea's turn. Linnea, you are lying on your back. You are just pulled into the air. The magnetic attraction between you and Zavra cannot be denied, but he's taken it too far by sucking you in a black hole up towards him and then dropping you on your back. What do you do? Um, so I'm going to use my move action to get back up. That doesn't provoke right because he's 15 feet away. Right. Yeah. And then I'm going to uh, run up as far as I can. Uh, so 45 feet, or yeah, as far as I can up the ladder. Um, and I'm assuming that provokes, though, from the kish. All right, so you move 20 feet to the ladder. That gets yeah. you 25 more feet, which is halved, and you round down. Uh, Wait, so wasn't she prone? She got up. Oh, yeah, stand up. That's a move action. Exactly, so in my and other move, move action. To the, um, right. do, do I run through Callum? <laughs> do I well, feel Callum? Yeah, you feel Callum. You brush past like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, but how many, how many feet can you move in one action? 35. 35, okay. Uh, so you can get, uh, you move 25, you have 10 feet, you can get to like the first five feet up the ladder. Plus plus 10 with uh, Friss's shot. Okay, so another what's the five total feet amount up the of, all right, so another five, you can go 10 feet up the ladder. So yeah. you still got to go uh, another 10 feet to get up and then that would provoke if he's still alive, but he might exactly. not Exactly, perfect. All right, that's my turn. That's your But turn. I mean, I think you're going to have to roll, uh, if he doesn't move, a CMB to get by him, which there's no there such no, thing as a successful CMB role in Starfinder. So there is no, there is no CMB role in Starfinder at all. What? Yeah. This, you, you, that, oh, tumble through. You can tumble uh, through. There's it's space. an acrobatics, right, acrobatics right. check. But it's yep. against CAC plus eight, isn't it? Right, no. but Linnea's got good acrobatics. Oh, it's against reflex. It's 15 plus one and a half times the opponent's CR. Actually, 20. Because 20. that's, yeah, that's threatened square. 20 is actually through the space. Okay. And plus one and a half times CR. I might Linnea be is a dancer. Oh, yeah, maybe okay. Linnea can do it. I, Linnea okay. feels confident. That is doable. Uh, it is Callum's turn. Now, Callum, you cast Invisibility or like a temporary Vanish? What are we talking here? I cast Invisibility. Okay. Yeah, at second level. So I'm still invisible. Um, and I am trying to decide what to do. Because if I blatantly attack, I will no longer be invisible. And I don't want that to happen. And I'm trying to decide if I want to... Uh, here's a question, David. Mm. Yep. Um, w- how big is the the benefit of a fifty percent mischance um, if I cast that on a person for total con- f- fake total concealment? Uh, considering that's one of your level three spells, uh, that is quite valuable. It's a real boon. Uh, it's a real boon. Yeah, because I'm thinking so. of I'm thinking of doing it on Qualo since he's got two on him. Uh, can't, is it touch though? No, or? it's not. Okay, really? You can range cast concealment. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, no, it's touch. Range touch. It is touch. Ah, yep. Shoot. So fly not, up there and touch them. Just sneak up that. there. <laughs> I wish I had. Grant jump made jets. up flying for a round. Just make up <laughs> flying for a round. <laughs> sure, wish I could fly or had jump jets. That'd be cool. Wait, can my <laughs> leapers do anything? <laughs> Maybe. What do uh, leapers do? Jeepers, leapers, right. take a look at those leapers. Okay, wait, can leapers do something? Um, yeah. No, leapers Leapers just give you a plus eight enhancement bonus to athletic checks when jumping. So, can I jump really high? Fortunately, think- 15 feet is going to be very difficult for you. All right, you know what? I am going to, um, I'm going to hold Delay. at the base because I can't get up the ladder and I can't do much so I'm just going to move to the side so Frisk can do stuff if he wants to do it and I will delay my turn you're going to delay Vandalay Industries okay 
All right. It is Zavra's turn. Zavra is standing next to Qualo. Uh, Qualo is is holding his own against uh, Tukesh, the leader and the follower. Dax is up on the balcony to the east. Kreska is up on the balcony to the west. Both of them engaged in melee with uh, Kish. Linnea's on her way up. Is going to have a, a tricky uh, move to get past the Kish that Dax is fighting with. And then Callum sneaking around invisible. Meanwhile, Dr. Friss picking his moments to come out and uh, try and get some shots off on these Kish, knowing that probably Huntmaster Zavra is going to be a tough shot, uh, a sizzle-wise. Let's talk about Huntmaster Zavra. He is going to... Get flashy? I think he's going to get flashy. Uh, He's going to drop his pistol. A giant pistol? (laughs) He could have had them both out, though, right? They're both one-handed weapons. They are. I can't... I want to kind of two-hand this one. Uh, But... Basically, here's what he's going to do. If he doesn't drop it, he'll hold it in his hand. Uh, in his left hand, he's going to whoing, pull a sword off his back. Hold on one second. As a reaction, Callum is going to use something to cause your weapon to jam as you attempt to draw it. <laughs> Whoa! Immediate action spelled Zony? What is this? Pre-science. Free science? Free science, science. I peer into the future. Oppression. I'm I'm staying on the floor and I'm watching the hunt master and I'm seeing all the options as he calculates what he's going to do as his next turn. Is he going to draw the weapon? Is he going to draw another gun? Is he going to drop? And I see you decide to draw that. So in doing that, I perceive it and I I think like, okay, he's going to most likely take that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to immediately jam it as he tries to unsheath it. And that's what Callum does. Jam a weapon or weapon-like object in place as they attempt to draw or wow. sheath it. So I get a reflex save. Yes. Oh my god! Oh. The word is prescience, yeah. by the way. Uh, oh, thank you so much. Yes. Wait, how, yeah. how do you say it? Prescience. prescience. I think it's I, technically prescience based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Yes. Pre-science in a pre-science time. <laughs> Right. I don't know right. if you can do it that way, though. Why? So, because <laughs> here we go. Once they've way been targeted, it, no. Once they've been targeted, then you can use the reaction to execute one of the effects. I think they have to be targeted already. Wouldn't I? Tar- wouldn't I choose them to be targeted currently? But the casting time is one standard action, and then like you can continue it with concentration, similar to what Matthew's been doing with his spell, and then trigger the reaction like later on. Dang, I wait. think you mm. can just cast. So you reaction. would have had to have cast this spell yeah. on, on your turn, turn yeah. and then watched him and waited, and then bam. Can't we retcon uh. that I did that? That's bullshit. That's not fair. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I should, you should retcon that. <laughs> you should uh, do anything. I didn't do I vote, anything. I, I didn't do anything. The problem was you were reading the spell description for pre-science and not <laughs> prescience. Pre-science, uh, science. My mistake. They shouldn't have put them next to each other because they're spelled the same way. So. It's a big faux pas on Paizo's yeah. part. Uh, it's like when I read uh, like read in red, I'm like, well, they shouldn't put them in the side. It's confusing for me. Sorry, Polish polish. It's too hard. 
I will say I have never I've always that's one of those words that I always trip up trying to remember how to spell but now I will always remember how to spell it because I'll just remember <laughs> yeah. it is pre-science, pre-science. pre-science. Yeah. yeah I didn't know how to spell it either <laughs> I'm helping you, people Sydney. you're welcome thank yeah. you educational <laughs> assistant she here. blinded right. me with pre-science okay so we're just gonna say <laughs> I just wouldn't take the spell to avoid this potential issue from happening so Cal just... what embarrassing myself on how to say it and then fucking using it wrong <laughs> double whammy so Callum actually looks into the future sees himself doing all this embarrassing shit and he doesn't do any of it and he yeah. edits it out of the episode very Doctor Strange of the like, audio cut at least the audio oh, cut of course it's like, okay so just go Zabra it's fine it's yeah, fine yeah, I was gonna do something but you know what you got it Zabra go ahead where's that voice coming from uh, <laughs> um uh, oddly enough, the Kish are living in a pre-science time. Uh, <laughs> he draws this ultra-thin longsword off of his back, still holding his sweet-ass no. pistol in his left hand. And he just eyes you, Koalo, and just... Whopping! And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh my God! God. you joking? Oh, they blinded me with presents. Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Suns is copyright 2017. Dead Suns and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 